This is Tamara Lexo, the Executive Director of Hopeful Hearts Ministry. Hopeful Hearts Ministry is a place where hope is reclaimed. We strive to alleviate the suffering and restore self-worth to survivors of trauma and abuse. We are a faith-based ministry supporting long-term recovery for adults through one-on-one peer support, group sessions, book studies, retreats, and public awareness. Welcome to Hopeful Hearts Podcast. We're glad you're here. Hello, this is Hopeful Hearts Podcast. I'm Tamara Lexo, the Executive Director. Hi, Shannon. Hi, Tamara. It's it's so funny because we're both like, oh my gosh, it's been so long since we've done this. How, what do we do? <laughs> right. What do we say? Oh, exactly. And yeah. I, I was telling um, my cousins this weekend, um, I was with them for Thanksgiving weekend and I was telling them about the podcast and they were like, so how often do you record? Do you do this every week? I'm like, oh, no, no, no. They're like, oh, so like <laughs> once a month? I'm like, no, more than that. But like, uh, you know, so whenever every other week, I'm to. like, no, like, we really have a <laughs> but you know what? Wow. I think I love that. Hey, everybody, if you're on YouTube and watching us, everybody gets to see Squirt because she hey, Squirt. wanted to join us today, apparently. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, you know, I love that we can say, hey, I've got something like, I have a topic. This is what we need to do. Now, granted, we do have other people that we have on the docket that we want to bring in after the new year that we want Mm -hmm. to have more guests because I know the last few we had some guests, but um, we, you know, we recently just went through our retreat and um, you know, we've got Dominique that I know that we want to have come on. Um, I believe I want to say that I've met somebody else I wanted to have come on here. So we'll have to to get yeah, that I've met several people well. lately that we want to have on. Um, so after the new year, we'll start our second season. Of the <laughs> <Hope>. Awesome. <laughs> Official. Isn't that crazy? Like, <laughs> that is like last year, we were so nervous. Like, will we even, like, will Hopeful Hearts Ministry even exist in the new year, right. let alone will we be able to start a podcast and here we are a year later thriving and we're at the end of a year we're at the end of our first year of a podcast and we're talking about a second season that's so crazy good i all the time i always want to say that right (laughs) (laughs) um and before we get we actually do have um a lot to say today and a really great mm-hmm. topic. But before we do that, because as you mentioned, I, I love the fact that, yeah, we've done this for a whole year. I mean, we probably haven't done 52 recordings, but I know that this is what number, yes. what, uh, 19? Do we know how many? Yeah. yeah. But yeah. as she's maybe looking that up, what I definitely want to point out is when we hired Tamara, I say we, because it was me. <laughs> but kind of my husband too, if you will, the board. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. Our board. That's exactly right. Um, I had basically, I had a year's salary in mind, which is not very much everybody. I want to definitely get that where it's higher, but only had six months 
of that year's salary in order to be able to pay Tamara. Um, and I just looked at her and I was like, I understand if you don't want to do this, like how horrible to go, okay, well, I'm leaving one job that had, you know, it was, it was stable and she knew that she could get her, you know, monthly income coming in. And here was one that was like, well, after six months, you know, I don't know, I don't know what we're going to be able to do. And here we are at a year and we've been able oh. to do this um, every month. And that's because of, that's because of those of you listening. It's because of all of our fantastic, you know, monthly donors that we have. Um, all of our, you know, one-time donors that have just done, just been so gracious in, in their giving and, and choosing us as one of their, um, you know, yearly giving donations that they do um, at the end of the year, or at the beginning of the year, whichever works, you know, for people. And I just, um, I know, uh, I, I, I just, I won't say by name necessarily. I don't know if they would ever want to be said by name, but I know that uh, Tamara has some great people in her corner um, that every time I listen to a particular song, um, I just want to cry because I think of one of Tamara's friends that has become a great, you know, donor as well and yeah. a supporter. And I'm grateful uh, for that. And just as much as, you know, it's, I just, I, I get overwhelmed just because this, this has been something that God gave me now it'll be 12 years in January, excited to celebrate that yes. and have a podcast, you know, on know. our anniversary and, um, but just, and we just had our first to, retreat. I mean, just, I know, I know. It's crazy. So many good and things. Just, it's always been God's men. Always, 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 yeah. always. I've said, this is God's ministry. And so many times that it could, that it, I thought, okay, God, is this it? Am I done? Are you telling me I move on to something else? And he, and it, no, no. And then now I've been praying, you know, for some kind of partnership camaraderie and to have Tamara yeah. who is above and beyond anything I could possibly, I feel like do or imagine. And she's just taken this and, and um, taken it to, you know, another level and the next level that God, you know, can do. Right. And I love that. And I, I'm grateful for you, Tamara. Oh, so, man. yeah, <laughs> I know I want to cry. It's been a, it's been a hard, uh, a last month. And so, um, it has been, it has been, yeah. I just counted. This is, this is our 18th episode. So, um, oh. it is our 18th great. episode. And so feels like a good round number to, um, yeah to kind of cap off this year, this season. And, and it's a good, it's a good time of year for us to kind of bring up this topic, especially uh, with all that, that you have just experienced and uh, all that, um, just all that a lot of people are going through. Um, this time of year is supposed to, and it, you know, if you're on YouTube, you can say I'm gonna I'm gonna be do air quotes and say supposed to be just a lot of pressure on this time of year to be happy, happy, joy, joy. And we we focus in on this time between Thanksgiving and Christmas. If you're listening, you don't, you know, I'm assuming people are listening as we're recording it, but you can 
it's the magic of technology. You can listen anytime, but um, you know, we're we're recording this here just the Monday after Thanksgiving. And we want to be focused on gratitude and we want to be focused on on joy. We want to be focused on the true reason for this season, which is, you know, just the gift of our salvation. We want to be thankful for our family and everything that we have. Um, But with that, there comes a lot of pressure from the external to Mm -hmm. feel certain ways. And when we have gone through trauma in our past, or we have experienced loss, sometimes that grief is overwhelming and we don't want to feel, or we're not ready to feel happy, happy, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And so we have to figure out how to experience joy, even when we're not happy. And mm-hmm. Um, that is a really important skill set. I don't know that that's really the right thing, but it's an important thing to learn to tap yeah. into, I think, um, is to how how to experience joy in the midst of grief. And mm-hmm. es- especially when it's really fresh. And I know mm-hmm. you've you have experienced a very fresh grief. Yes, would like to talk about that. Yeah, um, I'm already crying. Uh, So forgive me. I'm sure it never sounds good. No, someone starts to (laughs) tear up. But, um, you know, Tamara and I were leading that retreat, our first Hopeful Hearts retreat. And it was the first weekend in November. Yeah, just very excited. Um, Hopefully we'll even be able to have the funds moving into the next year to maybe do two a year this time or Mm -hmm. something, but it was just perfect. God always puts the right, you know, he just, it it was how it was meant to be, I I believe. And it was just such a beautiful, beautiful experience. And listen to me, I'm probably putting off what I'm wanting to talk about, but um, you know, we have videos, we have videos about the retreat. We have testimonials uh, that they've given us permission to do. And if you don't receive our newsletter, uh, please do reach out and give us your mm-hmm. email if you're willing. You know, we don't over and inundate you with emails, um, but that is a great way to also keep up to date with what we have going on with Hopeful mm-hmm. Hearts. But Tamara has been sending out some great emails um, and along with like videos of uh, what we have done before or even like a, a, a link to get on our next podcast or things like that. Right. Um, during this retreat, I received uh, a notification that a good girlfriend of mine um, was in the hospital. And uh, not to make this too long of a story, but um, uh, uh, Alana and I grew up together and since we were 10. And she is my, I mean, I, she really was what I would call one of my best friends, one of those yeah. five that you could, you know. Mm-hmm say that throughout your life that, you know, maybe didn't need to talk to them all the time, but always could pick Mm -hmm. up or always, you know, whatever. And, um, and she had about three years ago suffered through a very traumatic experience, um, 
health thing. She didn't have COVID, but it was with her lungs. And because she didn't have COVID and in a really weird way, it's what affected her the most because everybody was paying attention and giving what was needed to the COVID patients. And she didn't necessarily get the treatment that she needed right away. And uh, then she, we finally found an ECMO machine, which was what they were using for COVID patients with lung issues. Mm-hmm. And they had, she was on ECMO for three months, got off, was put on a lung transplant list, um, had to wear, you know, constant oxygen, but she mm-hmm. was doing fantastic. She was doing her PT and, and she'd gotten to her oxygen levels very, very to where she didn't mm-hmm. have to have as much as she did before. And um. You know, in hindsight, it was only Alana that I was communicating with. I, I love her mm-hmm. dad. I love her parents, actually. I, I, mm-hmm. I know her family, but I don't, there was no reason. We're in our 50s, right? They're, or just right. turned 50, everybody know. Uh, there's no need for me to like okay. talk to her parents. <laughs> 50. Um, and I didn't know this until now when she went into the hospital that apparently she was overly given like a, a five-year lifespan. I did not know that. Alana did not bother to share that with me. And the reason being is because Alana was very um, uh, strong. She was a fighter and she was always yeah. a fighter. Um, one other, if y'all don't mind allowing me this opportunity, but Alana uh, had an artificial leg. When she was a year old, uh, she had this major issue happen, traumatic experience where she had a another type of, it sickness and they gave her penicillin. She was allergic to penicillin and um, essentially she lost her foot. And so they amputated her foot and she had a, a prosthetic and Alana could have been that type of person that, you know, Oh, what was me throughout her life. But instead where she was often told, well, you can't, you know, you can't do this. You can't do that. She'd be like, Oh, really? Sh-, you know, Watch me, right? Watch me. And Hold she my beer. Was, well, yeah, that's exactly what she'd be like. Oh, really? You know, uh, watch me. And um, so when I met her going into our sixth grade year, uh, you know, I I needed somebody like that. I needed somebody that could show me, you know, like who cares? Who cares what people think? Who cares yeah. what people, you know? And she was an extreme, very devout Christian. She gave me my first Bible uh, growing up. Uh, If you guys have read my first book, Exposed, I talk about her in there. Her name's not Alana. I changed everybody's names, but she was the one that gave me my first Bible. And I did all the youth groups with her in middle school, all that good stuff. Uh, We just went through a lot together. And um, and she's the one person that I, I know that I would think, wow, like, what would I do without her? Because uh-huh. she knew every experience of my life, yeah. right? Nothing like your spouse could ever really know. Nothing uh-huh. like even your parents, because you don't tell your parents about all of it. Right. And I mean, she went, she was the one with me when we found out my first boyfriend was killed in a car accident and he was uh-huh. her good friend as well. So we went through that uh-huh. very first grief together. We did a lot. We went through a lot together. She lost mm-hmm. her first child um, and had to give birth, um, I believe it's six months and um, just a lot. And so long story short, here she is. And uh, a year ago, her husband um, died suddenly, tragically, of an aneurysm in bed next to her. 
And uh, so I was with her through that. And as you can all under, uh, maybe, and, and this was right before Thanksgiving. And um, so she went into a little bit of a depression, of course, and she's still on oxygen. She was doing so great, though. Um, they have one son. And it was just a matter of now let's let, let's be there for her, lifting her up, reminding her uh -oh. who she is, because she started to lose a little bit of herself in that. Yeah. Um, but she was getting herself back. She really was. And and uh -huh. she was being there for her son and her. And um, and then she did tell me that, you know, she had had this cold that she couldn't get rid of. And then next thing I know, uh -huh. I, we're on this retreat and I get this message that she's in the hospital. Uh, long story short, um, not really. Huh? When do I ever make it short, right? <laughs> um, I, uh, long story longer. Long story longer. Um, I went okay. to be with her at the hospital. And... Uh, I will say, after a lot that I've been through, mm -hmm. uh, this remains. Sorry, guys. This uh, okay. eh, mm. probably remains one of the hardest things I've had to do. Um, mm -hmm. Choose your person. Yeah. And to sit next to her and, mm. you know, I was with her the night that I got there. The family needed rest and we knew that she was not going to make it. And so it was really the time and moment that everybody would say goodbyes and she would, you know, anyway, um, you know, and I had a moment with her and I know, you know, cause she was kind of in and out of it. She was receiving a ton of oxygen uh, her lungs basically had already pretty much died. Um, there was really nothing anymore. There was nothing that could be done. And, uh, yeah, it's really hard when yeah. she was like, I want to, like, I want to fight this in her mind. She thought mm -hmm. she could keep fighting. Yeah. Um, and she wanted to keep going and, mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, to say, look, you, there's no need, there's no need. And right. I promise like the better is on the other side. And for all of us that have lost people, like sometimes we can't, we, who wants to hear that? Like, yeah. I want that person here now. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, she passed away that Friday at five twenty in the morning. Mm -hmm. And then we had her funeral the following week. And, um, and I've been, you know, I'm in communication with her son and she looked at me yeah. very forcefully and said, you will be in his life. And I'm like, mm -hmm. absolutely, I will be in his life. And he's very loved. He's got two, he's got family all around him, but he's got a great aunt. Um, she's not a great aunt. She's actually young. I'm meaning like she's a great person. Um, an awesome aunt. An awesome aunt is what I should say. You're exactly right. Um, Elena's little sister, I always call her her little sister. Cause to me, she'll always be the little, little sister. Oh. Um, uh -huh. but you know, she'll be his mom. And then he also has uh -huh. another amazing, awesome aunt from his dad's side that uh, will be like another mom. Like he'll have all uh -huh. these moms. He'll have me yeah. who I won't be like a mom. I'll be like, 
I'm just kidding. I'll be like a mom, but uh, the cool mom, right? I'll be the cool cool aunt. (laughs) I'll be the cool aunt and the cool auntie. Um, But I will, guys, I will say like, we were going to discuss this before Elena died. We were going to discuss dealing with, you know, how do we get through holidays? How do we get through? Mm-hmm. And I, I won't even lie to you. I mean, it, the what we just, what we deal with as an overall with hopeful hearts is trauma, mm-hmm. right? And some of what I've been through in these last few weeks, I've had to really put my own, my own stuff to the test. Right. Um, I mean, there was a moment Tamara, I don't even know if I've told you this yet. I mean, there was a moment where I got very, very down, very in a dark Mm -hmm. place. Yeah. Um, I was left alone. And in some ways I felt like I just need to be alone. But Mm -hmm. let's all think about that. Do you really need to be alone? (laughs) And I mean, Mm -hmm. I did, but I didn't. And you know, my husband had the week off. This is this week of Thanksgiving and they all went camping and I needed to, um, you know, I had to do some work and, Mm -hmm. but there were just so these moments that I wanted to call Alana and I wanted, because like I said, she knew everything. And so certain things would happen. And I just wanted to be like, Oh my gosh, girl, you know, I would tell Mm -hmm. her something. She'd be that person that'd be like, you want me to beat him up? You know, what do you want me to say? You know, what, what do you, what should I do? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, there was a moment where I literally got so, I couldn't breathe. Yeah. Um, I couldn't, I was like, I don't have anybody. And Tamara, I don't want you to take offense to that. No, I don't want I don't. anybody listening that uh-uh. I love and adore that are my I friends. Don't. I got, I don't want any of them to take offense. I do have friends. I do have people. Mm. I do have a family. Yeah. It's just, that's how grief and that's how the enemy how can works. work. Mm-hmm. And it can bring you into this dark place where you can feel like, I don't know how I'll get out of this. Mm-hmm whole or I don't know how and what I and I I just need everybody to listen if if you find yourself in this or if you're going through something like this or whatever it's almost like having to just take every last bit of final energy you can to pull yourself up right get yourself out of that pit get your fingers on that ledge and call somebody yes to pull yourself out yes yeah and I called my sister my real sister (laughs) my sister and I just cried I just had to cry and uh she was very very helpful so yeah I didn't want to bother you you know you were with probably family like it was like one of those moments and I know people like you, you start thinking, well, no, I can't call. Like you feel a burden. You feel you don't want to be a bother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to share something. I had this revelation this weekend, this grief revelation this weekend. Um, and, and I've shared my mom's story several times on here and shared it at the retreat because and if this, if you're a first time listener, if you, if you haven't heard my, 
mom um, lost her life to suicide in 1997. Um, and it was after um, my dad had had an affair and asked for a divorce. And and my mom may, went into a deep depression and she secluded herself from her friends and her family. Um, and it, and that's what happens is that the, the enemy does get in your head when you're grieving and grief comes for all sorts of reasons. Grief comes when, when someone that you love dies, grief comes from the death of a relationship. Grief comes when you lose a job, grief comes from the death of a dream. I mean, grief can come from all sorts of places. So please don't say to yourself, well, I'm silly for grieving because nobody died. This is silly. Don't beat yourself up. Allow yourself to feel what you're feeling, first of all. Mm -hmm. But the enemy will will try to get you to, to isolate yourself. And that's what my mom did. She had isolated herself and she, and she took her own life. So we're sitting there this weekend. Um, we do Thanksgiving every year with um, my mom's side of the family and she had a huge family. And so lots of brothers and sisters, but my mom's best friend in the, in the whole world was her oldest sister uh, who now is 81 years old. Her oldest sister is 81. And um, through the years, my mom would, um, would drive to Texas. We lived, um, most of my life, we lived in Southern Illinois and, um, all of her family was in Texas. And so, but my mom would drive to Texas five or six times a year and to spend time with her sister, or she would drive down and she would pick her sister up and bring her back to Illinois to spend time, you know, just to stay with us for a few weeks. And, um, my aunt has has been going through some struggles the last couple of weeks that she shared with us this weekend. She's, she told us, she said she feels like life is just passing her by and um, she keeps getting agitated. And um, we were actually with some people and she said, just I need agitation pills. And she did. So we were all like, uh, oh, what do you, um, but then I get to thinking, it's like, you think about the last 81 years and what's gone on in the world. And yeah, you would feel like life is passing you by. But mm -hmm. there was a moment where we were, there were just a few of us sitting together. It was just mostly ladies. And we were sitting in, in a barn where we had had Thanksgiving dinner. And some were sharing memories of my mom. And my aunt said that she remembered saying to my mom one time when they were driving, she said, Elaine, what, what are we going to do when you get too old to come and pick me up? And we can't make these drives back and forth. And then she said, well, you know, I guess that just never happened because now we have this. And like everything in me just seized up because um mm. 
I, like, that part of grief had not occurred to me. Like, I mean, I know that my um, siblings miss her, but it hadn't occurred to me. They had dreams too, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And here's this sweet little 80 year old, 81 year old woman. And it's the holidays and she's agitated because everybody's on their iPhones and she doesn't know how to use an iPhone. And she feels alone and she, she feels alone. You know, and she has, you know, she's got family all around her, mm-hmm. but her best friend mm-hmm. was my mom, you know, and mm-hmm. she, she loves her other sisters and brother, you know, but it's like, that was their thing. They were, they were besties. And, yeah. you know, it's like you said, it's not, sorry, everyone who's listening to Charles, it's not. <laughs> I know we're snotting you know, it up today. Uh, yeah. We're snotting it up today. Um, you know, it's like you don't mean offense to anybody else, to any other friend or any of the other family. It's not mm-hmm. that they aren't as special. It's not that. It's just you just miss that person. You know, mm-hmm. they just mm-hmm. you just miss them. Mm-hmm. And I just we have to figure out what what to do what to do in place mm-hmm. of that because no one's ever going to fill that hole mm-hmm. so how do we reach for joy mm-hmm. in the midst of the grief and i think um one of the big things um really is setting a boundary that some a friend that um, reached out this weekend that was very concerned that um, she chose to spend Thanksgiving with friends instead of family this year because she didn't she didn't want to deal with some drama that had gone on recently with her family. Mm-hmm. She has made plans to spend Christmas with her family. Um, so she was going to see friends for Thanksgiving that she's not seen in a long time. Um, and some of her family let her know that they were very disappointed in, in that. And she said, oh, I feel bad. I feel guilty. It's like, okay, you are a grown up. <laughs> you mm-hmm. have to say, I'm going to spend this day with these friends. I'm changing things up in my life for this year. This Mm -hmm. may be how I do it forever. This may not be how I do it forever, but this is what I need right Mm -hmm. now in this moment. You can support me or you can not support me. That's your choice. This is what I need for my mental health, my emotional health, for my well-being. This is what I'm doing right now. 
then you have to be okay with that. Absolutely. You know? I and think that's fantastic that she it's not our job. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, it's not our job to take mm-hmm. care of everybody else's feelings. Our job is to take care of our healing, our journey, our mm-hmm. emotional well-being. Right? I mean, right. And it's not selfish. It is not, it's not selfish. selfish. No. Well, and mainly because think about it. If if she didn't, if she hadn't have done that, if she hadn't have set right. those boundaries, then she would mm-hmm. have gone to the family thing a little bit resentful. And mm-hmm. and then there probably was would have been some yeah. backlash. Right. Uh, you know, like who uh, whatever. There would have been right a fight of some sort, not like physical fight, you know what I mean? But there just would have yeah. been maybe feelings hurt, things said that shouldn't be said. You, mm-hmm. we know ourselves and and that's yeah. the thing. We have to be intentional with our choices and who we are and, and, you know, and, and who we surround ourselves with and, and how we choose mm-hmm. this. Like, you know, my mother didn't, spend Thanksgiving with typically she spends it with me I have other sisters but they live in Florida right now and of course she wasn't going to go there and but she said I'm going to spend it she has a boyfriend now so for everybody that doesn't know my my father died on Christmas Eve so now I have my best friend I don't I, when I giggle it's just and I oh, maybe many of you know this I know I'm not laughing trauma. I just I'm just cackled when you said your like, father died on Christmas Eve that was it's not funny it's just no because you know what it is and I think the, it is a little refreshing to be able to go the absurdity right so that right. is what we giggle at or laugh at is. is the stinking absurdity of it right. to begin with so yes my dad passed away on Christmas Eve my best friend, you know, just around Thanksgiving, like what other holiday mm-hmm. do I, could I have? Yeah. Okay. My grandparents for Easter, you know? Um, yeah. So, and, but also something I want to say to that though, real quick is let's take out this thought of, oh, well now it's going to be right. horrible because right. he passed on Christmas Eve or mm-hmm. now every Thanksgiving is going to be mm-hmm. horrible because you know what? Mm-hmm. That's your choice. Yeah. Sorry. Now I'm feeling about to get on a little soapbox here, but <laughs> um, because it does, that does bother me. I was like, I mm-hmm. will not allow this to be, you know, Christmas mm-hmm. Eve and Christmas to become such a horrible thing because I will have to relive my father's passing every mm-hmm. single time. No, I choose to remember how much he loved Christmas, how yeah. he used to dress like Santa, you know, mm-hmm. and I choose to believe like how great of a day for him to go and be with Jesus. And now because right. I do believe he's with me watching, you know, praying for me mm-hmm. and what a, what an appropriate holiday for him to go on because he did love it so much. Right. 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 Um, and I will choose, you know, these things in regards to my friend Alana too, but, um, and I don't know if I finished the other comment I was about to make, but forget about it. But, um, one thing I was telling her son is, you know, because he, you know, to think about it, he lost his dad. They died mm. within three days of each other within a mm. year. So he lost yeah. his parents within a year of each other mm-hmm. all before Thanksgiving. And his dad yeah. was sudden. His mom, he, you know, had time yeah. to kind of deal with, right? 
Mm -hmm. And he said, I don't want to have to go back to school and deal with friends or deal with teachers feeling sorry for me. I don't want to be a charity case. I don't, these are Mm -hmm. things I don't want. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, then don't, don't, don't say, communicate. And that's really what I was about to get to with what Mm -hmm. you were saying. She communicated, your friend communicated, Mm -hmm. this is what I need to do for myself this Christmas, mm-hmm. or I mean, this Thanksgiving, I need to be yeah. with these other people. My mom mm-hmm. communicated with me. This was great for my mom because my parents' 52nd anniversary would mm-hmm. have been Friday after Thanksgiving. Their anniversary oh, yeah. is around Thanksgiving. So mm-hmm. my mom was with her boyfriend, which is mm-hmm. great. I'm glad she has a boyfriend. Yeah. And he was, she was with him and his family. Mm-hmm. And it did not bother me one. Yeah. I, it did not bother me. Because Good. I thought, great, She's happy. No, oh, yeah, like do mm-hmm. what you need to do to be happy, and you know we're going to mm-hmm. spend time with her at Christmas, and who knows what she'll do? Mm-hmm. Maybe she'll be with him for Christmas Day. I don't know. It's her life. Right. It's her business. Her we all need to also respect those in our lives, you know, that may come to yeah. us, and it may throw you off because you get so stuck. I think this was what, what I was going to say. We get so stuck. And what tradition has to be, but yes. this is tradition and this is what it needs to be. And all these mm-hmm. people need to be here. And yeah, that can be a downfall because mm-hmm. people, are, unfortunately, we're not meant to be here forever. We're just not. Um, right. It, it's the truth. And yeah, so that will change your traditions. My grandmother, everything used to be at my grandmother's. And I did mm-hmm. hate it when my grandfather passed and then things had to start to change. And then you lose track of certain families because then, you know, people go off and do their own Mm -hmm. thing. Well, you know what though? Things change. It's just what it is. Like I look forward to starting my own, my own personal little family Christmas Mm -hmm. instead of having to go to somebody else's house, you know, like it is what it is. But I told the son, I won't say his name. You just need to communicate how you feel. Say, uh, know that everybody loves you and they mm-hmm. want to show in some way, I'm sorry or whatever. And if you, it, you, all you need to say is, I appreciate, you know, and I know that you appreciate them, but if you don't mind, could we just not say mm-hmm. any of that, you know, yeah. or if you don't mind, could we just not do this, you know, whatever, whatever it is, but mm-hmm. say what you want. It's not selfish because the other way around is it leaves you feeling resentful and frustrated and that much more lonely. Right. Because you then feel like nobody really gets me. What did we say? Resentment is drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Yep. Seriously. is like, I mean, when you, do something with resentment it it makes it miserable for everybody i mean we've all been to family gathering where there's somebody there who is a stick in the mud they've got the bad attitude and they make it miserable for everybody so it's like okay if if you go somewhere and you have zero desire to be there and you go there with the attitude of I don't want to be here and I'm going to be miserable the whole time then yet you're going to be miserable the whole time 
So do something else. Sometimes when you're grieving, it's important to change a tradition and maybe, maybe you're not changing it forever. Maybe Mm -hmm. this year, instead of, you know, Christmas around the tree with everyone in matching pajamas, maybe this year you go to the beach. (laughs) Maybe this year you go to the lake. Maybe this year, uh, I don't know, you, you do something different. And go maybe you decide it's, yeah, you're going to, maybe this year you, you, maybe you decide it's so fun that that becomes the new tradition mm-hmm. or maybe for a go, while, right? Yeah. Maybe you go, okay, we're going to do this. Like this was so fun. And you do it for three or four years and you go, that was really fun, but we're going to go back to the old way now, you know? That's fine. Or maybe you go, we did it once and we hated it. And next year we're going back to matching pajamas. And that's okay. It really is okay. But it gets you out of, of that groove. And it says, okay, we changed something up. We tried something different. And, and, and then, and that's okay. You know? And I do want to say like, I am not poo-pooing traditions. Please no, I'm not like, either. I I'm absolutely either. believe that tradition is a great thing and we do, do need too. to have it. But my, but one thing that I feel like that as we're talking about mm-hmm. traditions can't always, they just, they won't last forever just right. because there will be something that happens that, that changes that situation to where it's not quite the tradition that you used to have. And nobody likes change. I, I, you know, I mean, some people might, but a lot of people have an issue with change. And so it's really difficult. And so sometimes it might be best to really think ahead and go, may is like, as Tamara is saying, is this the year to grow things off a little bit and go, you know what, let's, let's do something different. And maybe Mm -hmm. then we could go back to that. Or maybe we need to, you know, especially if someone that you love has been lost and you know that you need to, or, you know, it's passed. And I say, this is your first, (laughs) this is your first year as single mom or a single dad. Mm, Yeah. This is your um, Mm. first year that you have um, been without, maybe you've lost a child and, you know, or there's someone missing at, there's going to be somebody missing at your table this year. That's Mm -hmm. always around the table. Well, maybe you move to a different table this year, Mm -hmm. you know, just, Mm -hmm. just so that this, this year, so Mm -hmm. that it feels so that everything feels a little bit different, you know, just Mm -hmm. to throw things off. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you have to create joy. Mm -hmm in a different circumstance so that um it's kind of it's almost like you're confusing grief a little bit mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it's like mm-hmm. because if you're if your body and your heart and your mind and everything is expecting you you're setting that expectation up because everything knows what that what it used to feel like mm-hmm. then when you get there and it's like oh my God, it doesn't feel this way. You know, right. I mean, it, 
it's like you're anticipating the pain in advance Mm -hmm. and then you get there and it's like oh I knew it was gonna hurt so bad I knew it was gonna hurt so bad I knew it was gonna hurt so bad okay well then Mm -hmm. let's just let's just throw things off completely let's do Mm -hmm. something completely different so that I don't know what it's gonna feel like at all and you know, and so you create new memories and you make them joyful, yeah. you know, um, and don't ever hesitate to honor the person, you know, like, I think that, you know, especially let's say you have that, you have this tradition of your whole family comes together. Nothing needs to necessarily change about it, but you have that empty mm-hmm. seat, maybe prepare, plan for, Hey, everybody come up with the most outrageous, you know, funniest story that you can think Mm -hmm. of, of grandpa Joe, or, you know, Mm -hmm. your dad or whoever, your mom, and let's all plan that we're going to share them, you know, around the dinner table. I mean, how fun would that be? Right. Um, Of course, you know, I mean, so just doing, then that would be a little bit different for your family because you haven't done that before. You haven't needed to, so. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I think it's important. It's just important to shake things up a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. and, and to remember that, um, to remember that you're not alone. You know, I just mm-hmm. think that, um, that that really is the key when it comes to grief and especially grief during the holidays is that you, you aren't alone. Mm-hmm. Um, there are millions of people around this world that, that are grieving and that is the most unfortunate thing about this world that we live in is that it is tainted by sin. Mm -hmm. And excuse me, that that means that we do have sadness and sickness and death and Thankfully, that is the best part of the season. Sorry. Mm-hmm. It's okay. <laughs> She's getting verklempt. She's getting all the clip shocked up. <laughs> it's that we have, we have a savior. And so mm-hmm. that is where, what, why we have joy. Amen. So the Hopeful Hearts Ministry is here for you. We're here to listen. We're here to talk to you. We're here to be here for you. You talk, Shannon. <laughs> just like I really need to cough. I'm need to get injured. No. <laughs> um, we are. I mean that that has always been the whole sole purpose of Hopeful Hearts Ministry is is to listen, but also allow you that that your voice, right, to have time for you to be able to say say and share whatever it is that's on your heart. Um, and you know we're not. Uh, we're not therapists, we're peer support, you know, ministry mm-hmm. ministers. Um, and, you know, we do the best we can also based off of our own experience. And, and of course, we try to lead you into therapy. If you need a therapist, we're mm-hmm. here to help. Um, you know, there's our, zero judgment. Zero. Absolutely. Judgment. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I know that these next few weeks may be very difficult for a lot of people. And I pray that today's message, even though as hard as it was maybe for myself to share and even for Tamara to share um, what she dealt with uh, this week as well, 
there are going to be those hard moments, but then we do want to be here to remind you of who you are and that you're loved Mm -hmm. and that you're not alone. Um, and you know, you're not, you're not alone. And, you know, there is a way to be intentional and to find joy, um, in all things. And, um, and that's what our prayers for you. And as these, um, holiday season ramps up and, um, we get to celebrate, you know, the birth of our, our Lord. That's right. It's good. That's right. So go out today, put your feet in the grass. If you're somewhere mm-hmm. where there's sunshine, take a deep breath and breathe it in. Even if there's some snow on the ground, go outside and, mm-hmm. and breathe it in and just be thankful. Throw a snowball at somebody. You would feel really that's good. A- <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's right. It might feel really good. Uh, just ground yourself in in the world around you and just say thank you to God for mm-hmm. breath in your lungs and for being alive today. And uh, just know that we are here for you. Uh, you can find out more about what we do or reach out to us at hopefulheartsministry.org. And we are grateful for you. We're grateful for your listening and grateful for your support. You can um, support the work that we do also at hopefulheartsministry.org. You can find us on Instagram and on Facebook. Um, If you are listening to us on Apple or on Spotify, if you would like us, subscribe to us or share this episode or any of our episodes, that helps um, our episodes get out there and helps more people find us. And we would love to have that kind of support because um, the more people that listen, the more people find us. And, you know, those little magical algorithm fairies, however they work, I don't get Mm. them, but (laughs) (laughs) I know that liking and subscribing, um, or if you're watching this on YouTube, the same thing works there. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you sharing, sharing is caring, I guess that's That's kind of how it works. So Um, Thank you again for listening and supporting us. Uh, We're glad to have you here. That's right. That's all we've got for today. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Merry Christmas to everybody. Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. This is Tamara Lexo, the Executive Director of Hopeful Hearts Ministry. We want to thank you for listening to Hopeful Hearts Podcast. If you have any questions or would like to find out how you can support or receive help from Hopeful Hearts Ministry, look for us at hopefulheartsministry.org.